0: Welcome back to another episode of the Awake Podcast. We are going to have some fun conversation this morning. We're going to be talking about dreams Mm -hmm. and interpretation of dreams. So I'm your host, Kat. And I'm your host, Jen. And we are here with some veterans, some Awake veterans. We've got Janet Cagle. Hello. And Allison Burke with us today. Hey, guys. They both have um, a lot of insight and have done some deep studying in the area of dream interpretation and have had some great mentors and conversations and teachings. And so we wanted to explore this conversation with you. So enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Okay. On this episode, we are talking dreams and kind of a a quick uh, overview of what we want to do to this morning is give some backstory as to the importance Mm -hmm. of why you should why, why it is important to interpret your dreams? Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, uh, then I wanted to also cover some fundamentals about that and, um, provide resources, maybe mm-hmm. even interpret a dream mm-hmm. and, um, and then just share our personal journeys, why it's important to right. us to, to do that as believers and as moms and as
1: followers of Christ, I guess that's the same thing as a believer, but right. as a wife, <laughs> friends, all of that. Yeah. 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 Allison, I want to start with you, kind of what was your journey in getting um, this, on this path of dream interpretation?
2: Okay, so I did not dream growing up, never did, didn't, if I had dreams, they were very rare and I didn't remember dreams and um, as an adult, I started dreaming and I would just be frustrated, honestly, because um, I didn't understand why I would dream occasionally Mm -hmm. And then I learned to start writing them down, so I did. Um, And I would go to other people and say, you have to tell me what this means, it's really bothering me. Mm -hmm. And um, one year before camp, I had been having a conversation with the Lord about the prophetic and stepping out in that. And um, I had a dream and I sent it to Pastor John um, and said, I need you to help me, what does this mean? And he interpreted my dream, but he he said in that moment, um, you need to learn to do this. Mm -hmm. And he told me something. The dream was about the prophetic and that no matter what I did, I couldn't run from it. And so I needed to step into that. And he said, prophets are dreamers. Mm -hmm. And I had for years known that. I was a prophet but i didn't understand i i was always afraid like what if i start speaking out and i um run out of things to say Mm -hmm. or whatever and so um that year i knew god was telling me i want you to do this and so that was the year that i stepped out in the prophetic and never ran out of anything to Mm -hmm. say god always had a word for someone through me so that dream actually propelled me into a destiny that God had put into my heart from a young age. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. Very
1: cool. I, I love how something like that, a moment like that, God speaking to you, yeah. you know, through a dream is like, it's it's what actually gives you the boldness and yeah. the confidence to step out a dream. Isn't that, I mean, I think that's incredible that that, that happened for you th- through simply having a dream.
2: Yeah. 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 And so your dad texted me just, one right after the other. Here's what this means, here's what this means, Mm -hmm. here's how you can, and he began to teach me how to dissect and Mm -hmm. diagram Mm -hmm. my dreams. And so, yeah, that was a a very pivotal moment for Mm -hmm. me.
0: How has it helped you to, how, how has the understanding of
2: what God's telling you through dreams impacted your practical living? Well, just in that specific instance, I went, forward with camp as, okay, this prophetic night is a night that I need to step out into to to run and to um, stand up there and say, I'm here to give you a word. Mm -hmm. And so practically, it it did. It gave me boldness to say, I can do this. Mm -hmm. God is telling me in a dream I can do this. Mm -hmm. And then giving a confirmation through my spiritual father that I can do this, so I can do this. Mm
0: -hmm. Cool.
2: Janet, what about you? What's your journey been like? And why
0: did you feel like this is an area where a tool that you wanted to tap into? Well, because
3: I guess as a kid, I was always very creative and I am still very creative and I'm very intuitive, Mm -hmm. but I'm also really hyper and very busy. And so I don't Mm -hmm. get quiet very often, but when I do get quiet, when I'm asleep, God can really can really speak to me, um, and I just I would have really really long long dreams, and so I mm-hmm. woke up wondering what they were about, why they were so long, why there were so many details, why there were people that I knew in them,
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, and because as I became Closer in my closer with the Lord and, and with my spiritual walk, I just saw He was relevant and using every single thing that I would give my attention to. He would use to talk to me.
1: That's really cool. I was uh, when I started researching dreams. Um, somewhat, I think it was Pastor Roxanne, but I can't remember for sure. Told me that I was going to interpret dreams, and I was like, "What? Like I I didn't see that." In myself, but but as God began to give me dreams, then it was on that personal journey of learning how to interpret my own. Obviously, that that opened up that world to help others do the same thing. But something so I started leaning into a lot of John Paul Jackson's um, dream uh, teachings. Um, But what he said that I thought was so beautiful is he said, "This is a dream is an invitation from God for you to go on this journey with Him to seek Him out." Yeah, um, he's he's wanting to spend time with you, and, it and is I thought time. that was beautiful. Yeah, it's not a quick; it's time. <laughs> it is
0: time. You
3: have to mm-hmm. really unpack it. It you does really take do. time.
0: That's really cool because something that I have um, prayed over my kids since since having this understanding of of the the gift of interpreting dreams. Um, You know, I always prayed over them that, God, you would talk to them at an early Mm -hmm. age. But once I learned about dream interpretation, I was more specific, like that Mm -hmm. you would talk to them even in their dreams Mm -hmm. um, at an early age so that they could hear from you early on. And when you think about it, we are, that's when we're quiet. (laughs) So that's that's when there's no noise. That's when there's no, there's no
3: distractions. Well, we learned to hear in the womb where there was no noise. That's right. That's right. No distractions.
0: So, for people who are maybe new to this idea of interpreting your dreams, um, what do, does every detail? I'm asking this question um, really for our audience because I think this was something that I wondered in the very beginning. But does every single detail matter in a dream?
2: I I would say, and and this is something that's happened to me recently. I would say within the last couple of years, and um, I was sharing this. Um, that now when I dream, even in my dream, I'm telling myself, "Remember that, remember this." But I think that's part of just growing, growing in it. Growing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, no, everything doesn't matter, and and it's almost like the things that matter pop out for me. Mm-hmm. Um, they stand out. Like um, I dreamed I was shooting a gun out a window, a three fifty seven, and later had a nine millimeter. Well, there's significance in the power of that gun there's significance in the numbers mm-hmm. of each of the guns there were there were things that struck me mm-hmm. um resonated with me mm-hmm. in that dream i was on a second floor that significant so there's some things that just sort of stand out maybe not at first and maybe at first you need someone to help you pick out those important pieces but for sure write the whole dream down
1: um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they, John Paul Jackson talks about dissecting by what is the big, what are the big things that stand out, and then like kind of the sub sub things, yes. the secondary things that stand out. But it's just like life; you can't get bogged down in the details of a dream because a lot of them don't matter. Right. Um, but a lot of them do. So it's just finding out which ones do and which ones don't um, by learning how to dissect. That was important for me
0: yeah have you have you had dreams where you where the dream had a lot of details and you had um, they didn't necessarily matter in the beginning but then later on you were like, oh my gosh, I know what that part of that dream meant then
2: yeah I'll definitely I would say mm-hmm. yes
0: Janet, does every to- um this was another question I think would be helpful for for people that are new to this topic um, does every person in the dream mean that the dream is about
3: them or you and them or what does their role represent in a dream? Probably 99% of the time it's not that person. Mm -hmm. A woman represents somebody special, a man represents somebody, everybody represents something different. So I think the most important thing when you try to interpret a dream, the very, very, very first thing you should do, if you're interpreting it for somebody else, is get in the right Mindset Mm -hmm. of who that person is so that you know who people are in their lives because Mm -hmm. those important people in their lives, if they dream about them, it's not those people in the dream, but you understand, you can understand who they are in the dream based on their gravity in relationships Mm -hmm. in the natural, if that makes sense. So if you see, like I see... John Holler used to see him a lot, but it wasn't him, it was Jesus. Or I would see my husband, it wasn't him, it would be Jesus. But there was one time I saw somebody in my dream, and I know it was that person. Um, and I know it was that person because it was a confirmation to a word that I had gotten recently. And I wrote it down, it was something that I said, no, I'm not doing that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I can't do that. Mm-hmm.
3: And then... I had it in a dream.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The
3: person that I was supposed to do it with was in the dream. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh.
2: Okay, I'm still doing
3: it. like, I'm,
0: not, I'm telling you I as loudly no. as possible. <laughs> That's funny. And <laughs> ten
3: years later, or not quite ten years later, I'm still trying to say yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I have said yes.
0: Yeah. Well, baby steps. Tiny, teeny, tiny takes baby steps, but
3: that's the importance <laughs> of you know the relativity of time. Yep, a dream you can have today will mean something to you in fifty years. And right. the importance and of writing different. it down. If you don't write it down, you'll re- you won't remember. I
1: mm-hmm.
0: know. <laughs> okay, so this is a discipline that. I still haven't said yes to either. I do. I do one percent of the time, if that matters.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which it, it. And if you don't write it down, like right when you wake up, you lose a lot of detail. Mm-hmm. You know, if you mm-hmm. wait.
0: You have moments of. I've had moments of where, where you were talking about Allison, where you were like, "Remember this part of the dream." Room? And I've done that for a day or two, and then. But I I have two dreams that were back to back that I remembered so vividly, and now I can't. I'm trying to recall them and I can't, and I'm mad at myself. And uh, so I was told years ago to keep a journal by my bed. That's the journal I was looking for, because it's not by my bed right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know where it is. Yeah. And anyway, so so keep a journal by your bed. Keep one in your purse. Keep yeah. one, you know, keep one with you. You Have your phone. I was. You're say. right. I always. Voice, voice. I, always. I have done that. I've done voice memos, which is where the lioness dream mm-hmm. came from, because that one. Was crazy. Yeah. Um, another another thing that helped me early on was the understanding of um, being the narrator versus being involved in the dream. Mm-hmm. Who wants to
1: talk about that? Well, I mean, so on that note, like, just kind of dialing back for a second on if you if someone so if you know that the dream ninety nine percent of the time is about you, right? It's not about whoever you're dreaming about. If someone comes to you and says, I had a dream about you, and I think God's telling you this, it's probably not true. Yep. That was very good for me. It was great information. It's for them. The dream is, God's giving you a dream because he wants to talk to you about you. So it's very rare that you are just observing in a dream. If you are observing in a dream, that, that can be about other people, but almost... Well, 99% of the time, when you're dreaming, you are involved in the dreams. Mm-hmm. yeah, and so that means the dream is about you. But and those God, people... go ahead, no, I'm sorry, go no, ahead. yeah, um, so God's trying to tell you something, they just represent something to they you, they represent
3: something important. Mm-hmm. So the exactly. person, like you are their pastor, mm-hmm. right? People, when I was at, at CFNI, people came up to me all the time, I had a dream about you last night, you were riding this dolphin, I had a dream about you, you were there, were all these sharks around, you had this dream about you. It's because I was the grown person at Mm -hmm. CFNI, and they saw me as (laughs) a leader, Mm -hmm. and so they saw me as spiritually of of relevance to them. Mm -hmm. That's all. I have literally
1: known people who have been wrecked by someone telling them, "I dreamed about you, and it means this." Yeah. So to be able to say to them, "That's actually not true. That's not about you." So Mm -hmm. don't receive God would never do that. Helped. It was Mm -hmm. so helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, I
0: think that's a such a critical takeaway from this conversation mm -hmm. because whether you want to learn to interpret your own dreams for yourself or not, you do need to be guarded Mm -hmm. in what people are telling you so that you don't take something on that doesn't belong to you in the first place. So I think that's really critical.
2: Yeah, and if I can add to that, mm -hmm. you know, I had a dream on Sunday and ended up crying for, and I I know how to do this for hours because I heard this is about you, and I know that. Right? I know that. Well, my dream had cancer in it. And so what, what I think is important, because I will not write dreams down if they're upsetting to me. Mm-hmm. And when I, a lot of times when I do that, the Lord follows me throughout the day saying, write it down, write it down, look at it. And he's trying to settle me. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to forget it and he's trying to bring peace Mm -hmm. if I'll just lean into that Mm -hmm. and look then there's a message there for Mm -hmm. me and it's not that I'm dying of cancer it's not that just hold on and listen and so when I was able to really lean into him and really dissect that dream then I was able to see he's got a message for me and it's Mm -hmm. of good Mm -hmm. and he, he told me that during worship I don't bring
1: chaos and fear
2: and I'm like oh yeah so calm down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. good
1: because that's another thing John Paul trying. Jackson says is uh, it's a parable. It's yes. a metaphor. You know, it's 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 not it's not usually literal. In
2: right. other words, mm-hmm. again,
1: he's saying come unpack this, come seek me out, see what cancer represents. Yeah. See what a snake represents, even if in the dream it's scary, well, it represents something. Yeah. It's not actually, hey, you're going to get bit by a snake tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. So going on that journey and in, in finding, you know, really good, spiritually sound teaching, that's really important in dream interpretation yes. as well.
2: And websites. Don't go looking at all the websites, you guys. Seriously. Well, we'll put some dare. links in the show notes yes. so that you guys
0: have some, uh, some good resources mm-hmm. that... That are um, biblically based and yeah. theologically sound to represent, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to, to, to dissect your dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason that mattered so much to me was mm-hmm. because uh, when I was learning some of this, um, uh, Janet, you set up, did you set up that course with Susanna and, yeah. and all that? Yeah. So yeah. when we were there and I um, had this dream that had been weighing, I mean, it's just, I couldn't forget it. And I think that's another indicator.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you should write it down always, but <laughs> if you can't <laughs> let go of it, I think it's because mm-hmm. you, God wants to talk to you Absolutely. about this particular thing. And so, um, the, when I, when I was dreaming about these lionesses and, and all this, and I was watching this play out like a movie, I was told, um, in that course that it, it was because this is a, uh, the, the theme of this whole dream was really about women and unity and bringing people together and, mm-hmm. Understanding that there's an enemy, but he's after all of the sisterhood and the, a sisterhood movement. And so it was a call to action for me to pray. Mm-hmm. And so that helped me to understand why mm-hmm. I would be watching this thing happen. Mm-hmm. And we were going into this critical season in our own sisterhood dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just it, that really, really helped, helped me to separate mm-hmm. when it's for me and when it's a call to action mm-hmm. for me. From me. hmm Yeah. That's good. I think it is good.
1: Um, okay. What other questions would be helpful for the first time? I mean, I think, I think it's fun to talk about some of the definitions of certain things um, that are in a, in a lot of people's dreams, right? Yes. Um, where you show up naked to something. Who has not had a dream of, like that? I mean, I've had it several times, which is awful. Or at least in my, it, at least in like a bra and underwear, going, what am I doing yeah. in front of all these people? So I you've never had that. I oh haven't gosh. either. Wow, I that's too. interesting. I
2: haven't either, but I haven't. but I know. This wow, is
1: that's just, cool. Because I thought everybody has those dreams. Yeah. But, but you but haven't neither Being really
2: vulnerable, I've dreamed of the bathroom and urinating several times. We, so. we dream about toilets. Toilets. Well, I <laughs> was thinking,
0: for, I was wondering for okay. me, but you're in that same, I don't know. I was wondering for me if, like, being part of the shame triad—that um, if that if that was why I did that kind of often—it's not yeah. necessarily even being naked; it's being embarrassed a lot in dreams. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, shamed. Yeah,
2: in dreams. Interesting.
1: Um, <laughs> or the teeth falling out. You know, these yeah. are things that people have, or falling, or mm-hmm. flying, or you know, yep. there's a lot of. Uh, you hear people consistently have dreams like that. Common right? themes. Common yeah. themes. Yeah. Um, but I think the teeth falling out was interesting for me because it has to do with um, wisdom. Yeah, isn't that right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe the reason that that's happening is because whatever situation you're facing, you are you don't mm-hmm. feel like you have the wisdom you, you need wisdom. to walk it out. Yeah, yeah I that was
3: that probably the worst dream I ever remember was losing all my teeth. They were mm-hmm. just grinding and falling out, and I felt so hopeless. Mm-hmm. And Unheard. It was horrible.
1: Wow.
3: It was terrible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, but being able to wake up from it and have a resource that says, this is what that actually meant. Um, like to your point, when you felt overwhelmed by the dream, whenever you can get some clarification, uh, which again is why he's asking you to seek him out
2: because yes. he wants
1: to show you, yeah, you may not feel like you have what you need, but you actually do. Yeah. You know, for whatever the situation is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um,
0: so why don't we break down some of those, Mm -hmm. um, things that are really, there's, there's specific objects that can mean things in dreams. There's Mm -hmm. numbers that can mean thing in dreams. There's colors that mean things Mm -hmm. in dreams. Um, but all of this, all of this interpretation is still part of the prophetic movement. And so, um, you've probably done this, both of you, where you've had dreams that have, have, um, empowered your prophetic, um, just the way you hear God, even audibly, in, in not when you're not asleep, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's enhanced your prophetic gift when you ha- when you're in a situation where you need people need to hear from God through you. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Um, and then of course, you know, this is an this is all biblically based. There's so many people that God used um, mm-hmm. through dream interpretation and. Um, I think. I mean, I think everybody probably thinks of Joseph in terms of like uh, yeah. the Cinderella story of it all. But he, you know, how he used him in such a crazy and unique and inspiring way uh, to to be uh, committed to hearing from God in the
1: crappiest of scenarios yeah. for decades. Yeah. 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 So it, it, and, and dream interpretation brought favor to his life. Yeah. yeah. Actually elevated his life in a in a crazy way, yeah. right? And yeah. and Jacob, you know, when he dreamed, um, that was so significant for his life. I was just thinking, like, as you were talking of a dream that I had about uh, Jacob's ladder. The the Jacob's
0: the sorry, I'll let you finish. But that's what I was thinking about.
1: No, I I dreamed um, whenever um I knew I was supposed to step back into children's ministry, but I didn't really want to do it. Um, at the time, uh, God gave me a dream about... And I was standing on the property at our church, and the ground started shifting. And and um, mm. and in and I knew when I woke up that God was like, you have to do this. That's yeah. big. And so it made me... It propelled me into saying to our, my pastors, okay, I'll do this. Yeah. Because it was so significant. And so... Um, it can it can elevate your life in ways that that you don't even know in the moment. it feels for me that felt like a demotion, yeah uh because it was going back into something I thought I was through with, but it was what brought camp yeah into the scene and all of these things that changed in ways I never thought could change or I never saw happening, right it was off because of that dream, you know, mm. so I don't know as you were talking, it just made me think like the Lord reminded me of that like. That significance of a dream for me, for you, for the prophetic. Yes. You know, for you, all of us have had, I think, moments that for sisterhood, you know, where it's been a a, a very significant shift
0: in yes. the natural. Yeah.
1: Um, because so of it.
0: What? Definitely. One thing before we jump into some of the definitions, mm-hmm. we were talking about this before we started recording, but the timing of dreams and when they when you're actually dreaming, because I, I found a note in my little book here that says dreams are night parables written in disappearing ink and so from 2 to 4 a.m is is active it says active um and then twilight is where you're very spiritually open because your conscious and subconscious are connecting so you were talking i Mm -hmm. i I didn't really hear exactly what you were saying so recap on the timing of like when you're more
2: i don't know yeah yeah. Not aware? I don't know. Yeah. So, you might I want
3: to explain what that twilight is because yes. a lot of people don't know what that means.
2: I will definitely. Um, so, this actually just, um, Pastor John just mentioned that to me um, about twilight dreams. Well, that might have been a twilight dream. And I was thinking, well, what is that? I'm going to mm-hmm. look at that. And so, um, I've always heard that if it's first thing in the morning, um, which most of my dreams are. When I wake up, it's about five or six or whatever Mm -hmm. and I've dreamed and Mm -hmm. that's when most of my dreams happen but this twilight dream um dreaming that he was talking about was when I googled it it said that this happens in anesthesia where they put you under but you're still in a state where you where what I do is I need to write that down you need to remember this and I'm still talking to myself as cognitively aware Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. and that that is only a recent thing for me but it's very strange Mm -hmm. and I've thought it was very abnormal so when he said that i thought i'm going to look at this then i found a couple of sleep studies that talk about these dreams that happen when you're going into sleep and there's two names on that i'll have to have them add that to the to the list later but because i don't know how to pronounce them but there's two terms for that one when you're going in and one when you're coming out Mm. and um, these sleep studies they've done this study where they will tell people as they're going into sleep that every time you dream this or every time you do this push a button hmm. and they're having them push these buttons and they'll say what they're seeing at the moment and they're asleep it's really crazy wow. this study is so cool and so the person would say bears falling you know uh violin zipping and they would push this button and then say these random things, but that's what they're seeing. So they're really finding um, that there's more to this, even as you're going into sleep. Is that the sleep? Is that like when people start sleep talking?
0: Like everybody else around them is awake, and there's all this ambient noise, and so they're asleep, but they're like talking about you know, random stuff, and then everybody laughs and makes fun of them because it's funny.
2: <laughs> well, I'm wondering if that has something to do with it. They did this study for nar- narcolepsy, and so it's really interesting. But with anesthesia, you know, they just put you under. It's, you're just going, enough. Yes, mm-hmm. just enough. You're going under. You're not going out. Yeah. And um, so it's interesting because you can actually, in that state of anesthesia, be aware of what's going on around you, mm-hmm. but you're supposed to forget it. And so um, they're seeing a correlation with dreams mm-hmm. in that. Janet, what do you, What are your thoughts? I mean, do you have anything you want to add
3: to that? I just wanted yeah. to. I mean, a lot of people have seen the movie Divergent. Um, that's something important to think about. Uh, last week I or two weeks ago, I interpreted a dream, a dream for somebody that I work with. And she was telling me that in the dream, she knew she was in the dream and she was like, like processing things in the dream, knowing she was in a dream and she was confused with why she was able to do that. And I said, because God knows that you are seeking him to learn Mm -hmm. in every way possible. And Mm -hmm. so when you're still, he can especially get to you. Mm -hmm. Right. And so in that movie Divergent, she always was who she was she was all the things she was apostolic she had all of the giftings and she couldn't help it so even mm-hmm. if they put even when she was in a dream that was that you know had her in the box of whichever group she was supposed to be in she didn't perform as that group was supposed to be in the dream she performed mm-hmm. as as i like to say as the daughter of like a, a daughter of jesus a, Mm -hmm. equipped with everything like you said you have everything you need in dreams if you will just be patient you won't die Mm -hmm. you surely won't perish so Mm -hmm. that's something I really wanted to say earlier I think it's the most important thing when dealing with dreams if you wake up in fear that wasn't Jesus and that was that's never ever ever the intention of a dream if Mm -hmm. it's a godly dream Mm -hmm. but most of the time people the dreams that I interpret when people are in fear, it's not scary stuff. It's wonderful things, mm-hmm. but they're so afraid because of their earthly, natural perception of what the dream meant. But, you know, if they can get out of fear and really press in, yeah. God will show that it truly is something that is completely the opposite. Right. It's really showing you that yeah. you're a warrior, you're equipped, you can do it, you have everything you need. Mm-hmm. This is a dream, but you're still who you are. So it's important to know that mm-hmm. even when we are in our dreams, just like she was divergent, we if you are prophetic, you are still prophetic. If you're yeah. apostolic, you're apostolic. If mm-hmm. you're still a nitwit, you're still nitwit in your dream. I mean, yeah. you are who you are in your dream. That's why you mm-hmm. dream about people in your life in your dream. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. They're not can the who enemy, they
3: are.
0: Can the enemy use dreams in the same way that, that God can speak to you through your dreams?
3: Most certainly. Yeah. You have to be wise and know that if it's negative and not good and perfect, that is not the Lord.
2: Mm-hmm. Easy. One thing that happened to me on Sunday and... and Again, saying this out loud was so freeing because, you know, Miss Ann said, That's happened to me. And I was like, Oh, okay, so I'm not alone. But in that dream, as I'm knowing the Lord is wanting me to pull out these pieces, I heard a voice say, This dream is about you. And it was fearful. And it was the enemy in my most vulnerable time of sleep. Trying to say what God is showing you, you're not going to get it because I'm going to bring fear before you mm. even wake up. Mm. So I think that's important to know, too, that mm-hmm. you're just in a vulnerable place and he yeah. doesn't want you to figure that's it out. That's not how I
3: took it at all. Because yeah. when she shared it with me, I was like, um, no.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was
3: wonderful. Yeah. It was about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was showing you your position of extreme yeah. authority.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: And how... That things were not going to go well if you did not assume your position.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: That's why it was cancer and deadly and horrifying. And this is for you because God wanted to make sure you get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it's important. This is, this raises up a good thought. Like when you're, you should be empowered to interpret your own dreams, but yeah. you, but if you have a, if you have a mentor or somebody to lean into, a spiritual yes. advisor, somebody, a pastor, um, mm-hmm somebody that could help you as you're learning how to do this for yourself. Um, And I would also caution you to not probably jump out and do this for other people right away. No. No. (laughs) I
1: I, I actually find it pretty weighty when people ask me to interpret a dream because, um, you know, it is prophetic. It takes a long time (coughs) and a
3: lot out of you.
2: Mm -hmm. Yes. And if
3: they're not really interested, if it's just like a peripheral... Flighty thing for them. Tell me, yeah, tell I am them not going to invest yeah. my time in it. Yeah. I won't.
0: So Matt's had a dream before where he was punching and fighting, but he felt like his hands were tied behind his back and he couldn't get, mm-hmm. he couldn't get to, he couldn't protect himself. And he woke up. It rattled him. He woke up and he was laying on his stomach where his arms were pinned underneath mm-hmm. him. So how do you decipher between like a dream like that, and you had some bad Chinese food, and mm-hmm. you had a fight with your spouse, and you had. And then, and then God's trying to talk to you. What? How do you balance out? What is God talking to you, and what is Chinese food?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Can
0: I go since I'm half Chinese? You yes, have, yes. This you was actually I meant to say,
3: Janet. How yes. do you use it's a this? A very easy answer. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is in everything that is good, mm-hmm. and in everything that is not good, He brings good from. Mm-hmm.
2: Always. Mm-hmm.
3: That's how you interpret your dream. Period.
0: Amen. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's good. Yeah.
1: Okay, I think I'm I'm done with. Um, yeah, so let's talk about some fun things, fun definitions. Yeah. Um, Allison, why don't you talk about some of the number, the number definitions? Because I I find that very interesting in dreams.
2: Yeah, I um and and I think that numbers are so important. Um, so for instance, I dreamed about a three fifty seven and immediately I knew um, all of those numbers are really significant. So three is um, completeness, five is grace, Um, and seven is perfection. perfection. And so here I have this dream about this very powerful gun that has Completeness and it represents the Trinity, trinity. Mm-hmm. and um, perfection and grace. Mm-hmm. And so here I have, I'm holding something of power mm-hmm. that represents perfection mm-hmm. and God's grace. Yeah. And it's it's authority. Incredible mm-hmm.
3: power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So I have to tell you this. I did not tell you this. When you told me the dream, um, right, of course, three, five, seven, we know what all those numbers mean. But three fifty seven, that is an enormous gun. It's the big gun. It's the gun that if you shoot it, it might knock you out. It might knock you off. You know, off your feet. In a former life when I was in, in healthcare and pharmaceuticals, I sold an uh an, an antibiotic. The one that was 357 milligrams, that was the big gun. That was the one Um, that the doctors used when it was the worst sinus infection, the worst ear infection, the 357. It was always the biggest one. So it was the biggest one. That's why it was important. It wasn't just, you know, Trinity perfection, grace, and perfection uh, here on earth. It was all of that together for you. That's so
0: cool. What if the maker of the three fifty seven knew all that? And that's why he named it the three fifty
3: seven. I mean, that's worth worth researching. I'm gonna Google that's it. That's something <laughs> that right that I would totally geek out on and want to know. Um, but it has to do with the caliber. You know, this yeah. it has to do with the caliber, the size of the the, the gun, the the the
2: bullet. Yeah. All and of the stuff.
3: All the things.
2: So a couple of the numbers two can represent a confirmation, agreement, covenant. Um You see two um, in marriage, um, then uh, one can represent unity or uniqueness. Um, eight, I love eight. I just streamed that Sunday. Eight is represents new beginnings. And so um, that's that's really awesome. Which
0: I found that. I found out about that years later, but that is when I um, was baptized after, uh, being um, uh, saved at the age of eight. oh, that's in cool. eighty eight. so it was just really cool. I was like I had all I, I, yeah, I had no idea, of course, at that time that that's what all that meant, but
3: yeah, that's awesome. I gotta add to the eight this morning. my husband and I had a um, uh, we were playing tennis and we had a pro helping us, and it was really, really awesome. And I want to win every time, and I was winning. But then I wasn't winning. And in tennis, it's shot for shot. So when you hit one, you got to forget about what you just did and you have to move forward, just like in life. You need to move forward. If you're moving back, you're not going to be in the right position to Mm -hmm. hit what you need. So I'm hitting, 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 but I'm frustrated and I can't. I just, I know I need to get out of my head. So I turn around and look at the fence, and right behind my head is the number eight. And Mm -hmm. I remembered. That means new beginnings. And I said, thank you, Lord. <laughs> this is a new beginning. And when I turn around, I'm going to hit this. And it's I'm going to do exactly as you, you've taught me to do. And it's going to be perfection. And it's going to be easy. And it's going to be beautiful. Yep. And it was.
1: That's awesome.
3: But That's... that number was able to completely mm-hmm. get me to remember
2: mm-hmm. who yeah. I am. And I think it's important <clears throat> that like three... Three, you know, we can look at that number and say, okay, that's the Trinity. So there's some things like that that kind of trigger, you know, obviously you can find these um, meanings on some of these sites. But um, three, two, you can think of as couples. And so, and then and uh, nine. Multiplication, it represents multiplication. Multiplication. Too. Mm-hmm. Nine can, uh, you know, you can think of nine and think about nine months and a pregnancy. And and, uh, Mm -hmm. so there can be, like, fullness of time, representation, fruitfulness. And so there's some really cool, because there are just some numbers that we see all the time in our lives. One of the
0: websites (coughs) that you can reference is called Unlocking Your Dreams, and that's that's the Mm -hmm. teachings from... um, uh, John Paul Jacobs John Paul Jack- Jackson, Jackson. Yes. <laughs> um, and then but Allison where are you referencing? Well, um, and he also has a lot of YouTube. resources on YouTube yep. yes. he's yeah he has
2: books he has yeah. he'll
0: interpret dreams you can watch those videos
1: where he's interpreting dreams mm-hmm. it's really cool
2: yeah there's another site called propheticdreamers.com and his, John Paul
1: Jackson says .org by the way yes yeah
2: and so um, and they're his they're um meanings align a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot more detail on the prophetic dreamers site mm-hmm. um, versus the unlocking your dream site. You can get a lot more detail from John Paul Jackson's um, teachings. teachings and mm-hmm. his yeah, books and all those resources.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: Janet, let's talk. Well, what do you want to
0: talk about? You want to talk about colors? You want to talk about other symbols? You want to talk about people? What?
1: Animals and water. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Animals Why don't you share water. your dream concerning okay. that? Um, I had a
3: really crazy dream. Um, I was in, like, if you would imagine a, like, a movie theater, and then I want you to look behind where the the projectionist is, right? So you see the window. I was sitting in the projection in the window, literally straddling the window. And my left leg was out on one side of the, the room, and then my right leg was on the other side. Well, the right side represents your supernatural spiritual side. The left side represents your human side, your man side, like me, Janet. The left side was watching, spectating something that I know I'm called to do. It's part of my destiny. As I'm watching that, there's this all of a sudden there's water and there's this playful dolphin jumping around here. I didn't understand that. But on the right hand side, <coughs> it was like it was like an attic and there were multiple levels and there was water, but it was I was never afraid like I was gonna perish. It was just water. Water represents the Holy Spirit or power, goodness, if it's clean. If it's dirty water is something different. But clean water. On the right-hand side, though, there was this beautiful, enormous white beluga whale, and I felt like this beluga whale was trying to summon me, to beckon me, to come either to the right, to all of this supernatural awesome stuff, or to the left. This dolphin was trying to playfully get me to go to the left. and. I ultimately decided to go to the right and I'm glad that I did because I don't want to live on my human side. I want to be ruled by the spirit, but in the spirit, there were a bunch of weird things, but whales and dolphins represent fun, um, liveliness, but Dolph whales especially represent <coughs> power and big moves of the Holy Spirit, uh, big moves, right? When you think of a whale jumping out of the water and then crashing back down, the impact is huge. Mm -hmm. A dolphin's impact is fun and flippant and wonderful, and that's good too, and there's place for that too, right? And, And the world needs that playfulness and serendipitousness. So what I think the dream meant, one of the things now that I just got sitting here is it really didn't matter which way I went. If I went to the left, I was going to be leading worship and jumping on a stage, acting like a a fruit loop, which is my heart and passion. And it would be fun and entertaining for people and not just be frivolous, but it would be fruitful because my worship is heartfelt and true. But it would have been okay if I picked that, but I picked the right side and the right side had so much more depth and so many other levels and those other levels mean different levels different platforms different places of authority where you're supposed to go and i i loved that it was beautiful but i was very confused about it and so it took (coughs) me to this you know dream interpretation meeting where a master who studied under john paul jackson Mm -hmm. interpreted it and it was so so helpful
0: So, so talk to us about what some of those animal, oh, you did do the animal representation. So, so what other animals have you, tell us some more animal definitions.
3: Snakes, (laughs) spiders, crocodiles, alligators, anything scary is not good. Anything scary is a perceived fear or weakness or insecurity in your subconscious. Scary
0: to you? Yes, yes to you. Because it's all it's some, personal. If you're a snake handler yeah. and you manage those, <coughs> your, if you're yeah, Steve Irwin, but,
3: but you know yeah. Likewise, I'm not afraid of snakes. I mean, I just stay away from them, and I'm not afraid of crocodiles. I just stay away from them. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about it. From but, a spiritual standpoint, though, they do
0: represent in something. the
3: spirit right. right. It, Right. So in the natural, I don't care. I know I'm safe, but in the dream, you're, tra- you're there. You got to work it out. And yeah. in the dream, yeah. you don't have to be afraid of such things because we have authority over such things. Right? right. And spiders and snakes, they represent the demonic. And so all that and that is what it represents in the dream. It represents some kind of some kind of witchcraft or demonic stuff that's coming on you from somebody else. So Mm -hmm. somebody else could be speaking ill will about you. Somebody could be even (coughs) praying against you. Someone could be cursing you, saying that, you know, whatever, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm not saying that to make you afraid, like somebody has authority over you. They surely do not. Mm -hmm. But if you perceive that they're speaking about you and you have it in your subconscious, be prepared for it to be revisited. An insecurity yeah. to be revisited mm-hmm. in a dream.
2: I was even going to say I've had a dream where I, there were two snakes in my dream, mm-hmm. and one of the snakes just walked on by. I was walking down mm-hmm. a creek, and one you know crawled on by. Whatever she means, walk. slithered guys. slithered. <laughs> slithered. They used to slithered. Walk. Thank you. A long time they ago. did That's right. not. now. <laughs> but you know, one slithered by, and I'm not afraid of snakes. Mm-hmm. When I was a little girl, I held snakes. I studied snakes. I love snakes, which is odd, but I do. But that one didn't worry me, and then I saw a red snake. So here you have color, colors, and you have this snake, and it wrapped around my ankle, yeah, and woke me up because in my dream it was painful. Yeah, and so there, you know, now I've got this this snake that is very colorful. So what in the world? And I'm going red. I mean, a stop sign's red. Anger. <laughs> so fury. So, there's you know then you like that's an obvious i have a red snake okay this is important Mm -hmm. yeah
3: yeah and and colors of snakes are very important and colors or snakes are never good in a dream absolutely never
0: okay we're going to talk about colors next yeah um before we start talking colors I was just going to give an example you mentioned alligators so the the definition from unlocking your dream says alligators indicate someone with great influence has launched a verbal attack or spread gossip that is hidden and dangerous and then um, somebody somebody noted in that class that they had a dream about alligators coming after them and the interpretation was god is encouraging me to be to avoid being vulnerable with untrustworthy people. So that's an example of really, that's a very simple dream, mm-hmm. a very simple dissection um, of, of an animal. Well, and, and a, 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 clear,
3: a clear example, a perfect example of how she was probably freaked in the dream, mm-hmm. and it was a good dream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So yeah. the devil does come to freak you out, but God always means it for good. So that's just right. ask him, and he right. will right. always show you what he meant and that's think, so
2: good yeah mm-hmm. i think it's important to know that just because you dream about red um doesn't yeah. mean it's bad either there's right. a good side of color and a bad side of color yeah. so you need to know that yes it's yeah it's not i mean obviously for me a snake wrapped around my ankle and it's <laughs> <Not> painful <good. laughs> this is bad i know this and so that was clear and easy but sometimes yeah. it you just have to think about that well what how did that feel mm-hmm. okay that was a negative so let's look at the negative side of this So, Um, a couple of other animal definitions. So horses
0: represent power and authority. Mm -hmm. Dogs usually represent friendship, loyalty, companionship. Um, I don't know if you have any more animals. Cats. Uh,
3: Cats. Yeah. Cats represent defiance. (laughs) Oh, this. Because they're like you know. Because I've had dreams. Yeah, I've had Mm -hmm. dreams about cats before, and my daughters, Mm -hmm. especially. And I think it's because we are cat lovers, and we have a cat Mm -hmm. that's like our child. But. They this also dependence. says
0: wow. independent thinking too, that's,
3: which uh, is, yeah. which is, so it could be a yes. good side or yes. it could, right. So it just depends yeah. on the context of your dream, mm-hmm. what's going on.
2: Right. Yeah. That's right. what this says too. It can be independent. So that's what So if talking. you have
3: a cutie pie kidding, yeah. it's not bad.
2: But if you think about it, cats are so self-reliant. They are. Nice. So that Very can be. Very yeah. dependent, smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This has bears. And so this mm-hmm. actually has four different types of bears. Um, but it can, uh, they talk about judgment and strength, mm. um, likened to possessive mothers. And we talk about that mama bear. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, grizzly bear, they say in general, uh, is like the other bears, but more fierce.
3: Ooh, what does it say about chipmunks?
2: It says chipmunks on here. That's There's ridiculous. A lot of animals on here. You I'm going to
3: check this one out. I, I never know. looked at this. Ooh, demonic.
2: Demonic that feeds on garbage. <gasps> Yeah, that and it says may appear good or cute. Um, this, oh. this has uh, mm, rats. That
3: is serious.
2: Yeah. yeah. Rats are disease and deceit.
0: I 100% agree with I that. I agree with that I have completely. an irrational fear of rats and rodents <laughs> and chipmunks and
3: squirrels. Oh, and... Chipmunks, I thought they were cute. Um, uh,
0: There was one other one I wanted to mention on here. Oh, a monkey. Uh, means loss or gain of favor.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Something else that I think, uh, kind of squirreling here, even though you don't like squirrels. um, (laughs) Something else that people dream a lot about is driving a a car. Um, Do one of you you guys want to touch on that? What that is. Well, yeah, let's get into some objects. Yeah. Yeah. Modes of transportation.
0: Yeah, modes of transportation. Yep, yes.
2: Yeah, so a car can um, represent a couple of things that could represent a career or a ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are different other modes of transportation mm-hmm. that...
1: Well, even like a pickup is different than a car. Buses, yes. bikes, mm-hmm. motorbike. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for for instance, your dream about the prophetic was about an airplane. Yes. An airplane represents prophetic, prophetic. ministry. yes. Um, and um, a, car, a car, like you said, can represent your life, where you're going. Riding as a passenger in a car is, you, different. Mm-hmm. is different. It can mean that you're part of someone else's destiny, yeah. but you're not actually the one in the driver's seat. Yeah. So there's a lot of interesting things, even without, with your placement inside mm-hmm. the car or the mode of transportation that can be significant.
0: So one time I would dream that I was dri- I was in the car. I was the passenger. Matt was next to me, but mm-hmm. Matt was also in the back seat. So what I interpreted from that was that God is with me. He mm-hmm. is around me in mm-hmm. the everywhere. He's he's, you know, in 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 the driver's seat, and he's behind me, and he's for me for me and mm-hmm. all around. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, well, I have one for you.
3: Mm-hmm. I was in a truck. It was a red truck. It was like an old Ford. Ranger. It was real a small pickup truck, and it was beat up. Mm. I wasn't driving though; my mom was driving. So it's something that I love, something I care mm-hmm. about, like a ministry, something really important. But all of a sudden, as we were driving on seventy-five, we were going north. That's important too. Mm-hmm. Directions are important. We're going north, and all of a sudden, the cab is filling with water, and the water is not clean. Mm-hmm. It's not black and murky, but it's like lake water. It's gr- brown and gray, and, and there's trash in it. There were, like, can, Coke cans and garbage. I was like, what the heck is happening? And I'm mm-hmm. not worried that I'm going to drown, but I want all this. F- I can't stand the filth. I just want, it, just want to get rid of it. I get the mom part. I get not wanting the filth. I get that the water was not, spirit- not good. Mm-hmm. But I don't get anything else out of it.
2: Okay, so this says a pickup truck is uh, transporting or delivering something. So that's an interesting thought on that. side that The was high hard. side of red or the positive side of red though is wisdom.
3: It wasn't high side. This was not a high side. this was the not
0: of the red pickup truck because mm-hmm. it was a beat up pickup truck yeah it
3: was it was not a good thing it mm. was it it wasn't. I know it wasn't
0: okay. No. So then, that represents anger and war.
3: That makes sense because uh-huh. I was angry. Uh-huh. I, I was, I was offended at the water. Uh-huh. This water is filthy. I can't have this. And that's my mom. I, get it. like, I'm wanting to honor her you and protect, protect her. her. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Get this out. Yeah. And it just kept coming and coming. And I'm like, I'm going the right way. I'm doing the right things. I don't understand.
2: And there's several. Very frustrating. Yeah. Several well, meanings of your mother. It can be an issue. Um, it, The thing that I found interesting because. A lot of times you'll look at these sites or you'll see something and, and I never see anyone talk about mothers. And Um. so I thought that was interesting to find that brought some clarity for me because I dreamed about my mother and I don't typically. And so to know that that can represent some issues, um, was helpful to really go, okay, here's, this is an issue. And you know, so I don't know, that's, Mm -hmm. that's kind of cool. Um, we're coming
0: up on on the top of the hour, so we probably need to wrap up. But I wanted to give some. This was a good like little recap. So add to this if you need if you think of something else. But when you're when you are preparing to start dissecting your own dreams or interpret mm-hmm. your own dreams, um, some things to remember to record your dreams. So um, whether it's audibly or written down, title and date your dream. Make sure that you put. Mm-hmm. However you want to remember the title. I was shirtless or mom drowned, mom and in, mom in, in truck. Whatever whatever the dream. Put give the it a year. title. Put Ooh. the
3: year, too. Yeah, a lot that's of good. times in journals, sometimes people don't put the year, and you find it 10 years later, and you're yeah. like, I
0: don't know. I don't know
3: is. when that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Um, yep.
0: Establish the focus of your dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you are in the dream. Are you participating, observing, or are you the focus? Uh, compare and contrast. Why? Why this and not that? Why a bicycle and not a car? Mm-hmm. Why an apartment good. and not a house? Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then your sphere of dreams. So your instinct—it's about you. It's your heart issues, your emotions, your mm-hmm. longings, opinions, relationship with God, and your extrinsic. Your I'm sorry. Your intrinsic. Intrinsic. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes, intrinsic and then extrinsic. Mm-hmm. Extrinsic. Um, it's about others, cities, churches, nations groups social groups right that kind of thing so those are just some key things to leave you with Mm -hmm. so that you have some tools and this was really cool um i didn't really get to share how my journey came into all this was really through osmosis of you guys um being so interested and -hmm. kind of dragging me along with you in a great way but i and i didn't even i desired it but i didn't know how deeply and i honestly didn't know if it was for me um, but the word says otherwise. And mm-hmm. so um, what's cool, though, is it was through camp that I had an opportunity to, to operate in the prophetic for the very first time. And um, I, I knew I had, I didn't at the time know that I had been gifted with this gift of wisdom and knowledge mm-hmm. until years later. But it had been but it had been prophesied over years earlier. Mm-hmm. So camp was kind of in the middle when I first had the opportunity to um, prophesy over one of our little campers. And boy, I was winging it. And God showed up. Mm-hmm. And she, that marked her, which is yeah. so cool because it she didn't know, but it marked me too because it was like the beginning mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And at the time, that's when we had camp in August, which was a new beginnings, yeah. which is super cool in and of mm-hmm. itself. But, um, so that's kind of how my journey got started into even mm-hmm. exploring dream interpretation and the benefit for my own life.
1: Um, so, I, 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 uh, yeah. Anyway, <coughs> any
0: other tools, tips? That well, you I was have? just gonna
1: say I, I love what you said because um, I think that if you just start to ask God to give you dreams, He will. Yeah, yeah for sure. just that's right. it. Like for sure. If you're if you're listening to this podcast. And and it's intriguing to you, and and you want to start on that path. Just pray and ask God to give you dreams. He will give you dreams before you go to
3: bed. Say mm-hmm. thank you, Lord, for giving me mm-hmm. a dream tonight. I'm ready for mm-hmm. it. Amen. And go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. gonna get your dream. Yeah.
0: Okay. And you will. That that brings that me to yes, you. Because I remember you. You were Janet was in this season of like I haven't been dreaming, and I long for a good mm-hmm. God dream. God, give me a good dream mm-hmm. and that's when you had that dolphin God, and that whale crazy, and dream.
3: truly to
1: this day it's the biggest dream i've ever had that's cool yeah that's really that's cool awesome. and don't discount any dreams i'll, I'll just right. say that i've had some weird dreams yeah but because i couldn't <laughs> and they shake make it, sense right because i couldn't <laughs> shake it it made me go to my dad at the time and say what i in don't the know world? what this is but it's freaking me out because <laughs> this is a crazy dream and he said oh no it definitely means something and when yeah. he explained what it meant it was like Wow, but God had to give me something super crazy for me to remember not it, not be able to let go of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so I it was Monkey Girl. It was so funky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's another podcast. Oh my god. I
2: think it's it's important to know when you go to someone. Um, you know, there are times that the dream doesn't resonate, mm-hmm. and so just put it on the back burner and pray, and God will either put you on the same page or you'll find the meaning the true meaning and here's the thing like usually when someone's helping me interpret a dream and it is what god's saying i come alive Mm -hmm. i feel like yes yes that's it and so i really think that you need to be careful you know the bible Mm -hmm. talks about weighing out things and so Mm -hmm. that's something to weigh out when you're having someone help you if it doesn't feel right then just let it go
1: well just like janet said if it isn't good then it's not Not god God. Mm -hmm. even if someone the person that's telling you is saying it's this and if it doesn't resonate as peaceful and good then then don't take it don't receive that and guess
3: what okay so i'm going to tattle on myself this isn't a dream, but it was a prophetic word, and it really made me mad. And it came from somebody of extreme authority to me, extreme authority. Mm-hmm. But it was a warning that the season you're about to go into is going to be very difficult. You're going to lose some things that are very valuable to you. And mm. I said, no, I'm not in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lose any of these things. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? I did lose those things, mm-hmm. but guess what? I gained infinitely better things mm-hmm. within the same season. Wow, so it wasn't cool. a season of horrific hardship. I mean, mm-hmm. it was emotionally crazy, but even in the craziness, we saw extreme favor to wow. just chill us out. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So uh, good. But
3: one final thing I wanted to add, it's something that you were talking about earlier, Kat, remembering a dream. God is a God of peace. I learned this from you mm-hmm. and from your, from Miss Ann. If you can't remember a dream, you know what? I have learned to cut myself some slack. Yeah. If yeah. I can't remember it, it's because I'm just tired and mm-hmm. I'm busy. I'm doing a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm resting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't want to work my brain and frustrate my brain the second I wake up from rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is precisely what the devil wants. Yeah. Right. So I will lay in the bed. And if it was a good one, I'll say, Lord, even if it wasn't a good one, I'll just, I will ask God... Bring to my remembrance Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. that I need to know today. Mm -hmm. And I'll start writing in faith. And you'll see, I'm showing the girls in my journal. (laughs) Maybe I'll, no. I will start something and I will leave a certain number of pages. Like I know God's going to give me more later. That's good. And I'll fill those pages in later. Um, And later on in that day. So what do you do with the dream that you had The night before and you only remember four parts of it, you use those four parts during the day because those four parts are the most important or Mm -hmm. the two parts are, those are the things that are supposed to fuel you Mm -hmm. as tools Mm -hmm. until you remember the other ones. Mm -hmm. And if you have a journal and you leave pages, it doesn't matter if it's 20 years later, you can go back to that journal and I can go back to 20... uh, 19 and right in there when I figure out what those different things meant and those different levels on that right-hand side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's good. It doesn't ever go away It all. He, yep. he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The story doesn't, it gets better. It gets better and better and better, but it keeps growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's good. It is all connected.
0: Yeah. When, um, I'm glad you, you noted that because I knew that and I didn't say that out loud and I should have, followed up with that because i i i got that release a long time ago like i didn't remember it. it some of it is this is my fault but at the end of the day god is a god of restoration Peace. and he wants to restore yes. what i want and i yeah. want to remember yes those dreams. and he so, put it
3: there in the first place right. for you so, to
0: have. yeah so i i did i did not lose oh. any more sleep over it mm-hmm. i was l- disappointed that i didn't take the time to do that but I don't,
2: I, I don't think for one second that God can't redeem it, that dream absolutely. for me. Absolutely, yeah. exactly. and then He will,
0: if you know, because I, I want to know. You nope. know, it
2: may not look like what you think it's going to look like, just because of His grace. It may be a totally it different usually dream. Isn't. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, it oh, usually a whole, isn't. Yep. So, usually, multiple <laughs> dreams. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah.
0: Um Well, we can we can talk about this another time. We'll have yep. to have a follow up episode. I do want to say that when I um, I got a prophetic word in raton about a tool belt and i have that has stayed with me but but i wrote i don't know if that was i don't know what came first if this was the chicken or the egg but i wrote here that it is part of my tool belt and i remember thinking that when i got that word about Mm -hmm. just these different things that were coming coming into my life about you know just all these different it was right before this came okay so this is the these are incredible this tools is tool. for mm-hmm. sure for sure okay thank so you guys good. for awesome. being with us we didn't really do introductions so if you're new to Janet and Allison we'll put their their um, handles on Instagram and Facebook um, but they're powerful women in our lives mm-hmm. incredible friends to us and um, we appreciate you being here
2: yeah thanks yeah. for having. thanks for having me.
0: Wow. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of The Awake Podcast. If you're not inspired to start journaling and interpreting your dreams, then listen to this again and share this with somebody else because I am re-inspired. I, I want to get back at it. I was totally moved by our conversation. I want to read this passage of scripture, Joel two twenty-eight. 28. Uh, it says, I will, come, I will come out after this and I will pour out my spirit on all mankind and your sons and your daughters will prophesy, and your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions." That is a promise from our Heavenly Father to be intentional about how He's communicating with us. And so dreams is one of the ways that God communicates with His people. It's how He gives strategies and confirmations and calls to action and warning and preparation. And it should always bring peace. So remember that as you are going on your own personal journey of remembering your dreams. Like, share, and write a review on this podcast. That's how people are gonna know about us. Subscribe so you know when we're doing another episode. We're so glad you're on this journey with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you.